Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Thursday edition of the show. Kyle, we're going to talk about quarterbacks. Well, quarterbacks. Guys that look like quarterbacks. Guys that are quarterbacks. And guys that the computer people tell me could play quarterback. Computer folks. That's the best, of, that's the best I've got. Yeah. I think All right, it would have th- been this a actually solid ju- eight and a th- half, but you said folks. I um I've just had this pop up on my screen and I want to ask you this. Okay. What is the most consecutive days your computer has prompted you to update or to install updates and you've put it off? Oh man. Uh it probably at least two months. That's that's the about the point I'm at now. And every single day, updates, ready to install. And I click later and I say, remind me tomorrow. Yeah. And inevitably, every single day, I'm focused in on something and this freaking thing slides across the screen. <laughs> and once again, I've hit remind me tomorrow. So if it comes up again tomorrow, don't be surprised. I The reason I bit the bullet and did it was because uh, there was a bug in the audio um, recording program that I use where I couldn't upload MP3s that weren't recorded directly into it. And I, uh, put a, uh, SOS out there on Twitter and somebody helped me out and they're like, Hey man, you need to, you need to download these updates. And so I did it. Well, I would be much more receptive to doing the update if it didn't take three hours to do. (laughs) You don't know what you're getting into. The good news for you. I know for a fact, Kyle Krabs, that you have two really good computers that you could use they both want updates oh no <laughs> <laughs> okay all right <laughs> okay quarterbacks kyle quarterbacks Qu- quarterbacks all right so we're gonna start let's let's talk about who's gonna be the quarterbacks for these teams okay well you did the post for today so you go ahead and put it on the t us. so i went through and I predicted every single team's week one starting quarterback for the 2020 season. Broke it up into the locks, the all but certain, the things could get weird category, and then where the carousel is going to spin. And um, I think it'd just be fun to kind of speculate. Let's talk about where these guys are going to go. So the name, I want a name. I want you to put it on a T for a name. You want a name or a team? I want a team. Let's do a team. Okay, let's do a team. Want to do the hard, the hardest team that I picked, right? Let's start there. The hardest team that I had to settle on was the Carolina Panthers. The hardest team was the oh, Carolina Panthers. Absolutely. Because I feel it's so uncertain. You can convince me it's Cam. You can convince me it's a, a, a ton of different guys that are available on the open market. So I didn't know what to do. I gave him Ryan Tannehill. I think Teddy Bridgewater's the guy there. 
Sure, but I don't. Don't you feel like, to me, I couldn't get away from the idea of giving him to the Bucks. Well, what what's Tampa the, get? Yeah, it's, it's it's what's the first domino because that's really what it comes Brady, down to. Brady's the first domino. Everybody's going to hold out for Tom Brady. Well, I think we need to know where he's going to go. If you're Tampa, you're not you're not going to get Bridgewater if you get Brady. All right, so who are the teams that are independent of Tom Brady? Because that's I think that's that's going to be our flow chart, right? Independent of Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not going to Carolina. Tom Brady's not going to um the Bears. Tom he's Brady's probably, not going to the Patriots. I can't imagine he's going to the Colts either. There's been no buzz for the Colts. There's been no buzz. So we when we think Brady, I think you and I are on the same terms here. It's Tennessee, Tampa, and Las Vegas. Would you say that's his market where you would expect him to go to one of those three teams? Yes. I think it's Tennessee. They've got the offensive line, the run game, the receivers, the great defense, and his former teammates, the head coach, they went to the AFC Championship game last year. Sounds like a good mix, right? More uh, So you could put Tampa in there. Tampa has an okay offensive line. They need a, need a new right tackle, potentially another starter on the interior. They have no running back situation. They have great receivers and tight ends. And a, and a defense that came along as the season progressed last year, but some free agents that they need to get back. I think if I think if he was given the to- the choice between Tennessee and Tampa, and I think he would pick Tennessee. And if he's not picking with his heart, he's not picking New England. I don't think he's going back to New England. Oh, this is my Melvin Gordon Took moment me a while. for you. Welcome. Mine was more about denial than being able to take the information and get to a reasonable conclusion. Okay, that's fair. And so what about the Raiders? I just feel like defensively they're so far behind. I mean, they need to get some more receiving talent in there. I mean, there's a decent amount of weapons in place, but outside of the fact that he purchased some land in Vegas and – I think there's some appeal for him to go out west potentially. Other, I mean, other than that, I just don't see it in terms of what the team offers. Well, I guess the interesting thing is if they're going to give Tom the moon to get Tom to go there, how much input do they have on, hey, Tom, which one of these receivers would you like? Hey, Tom, do you want us to trade for a number one wide receiver? We got two first-round picks. So, hey, we'll do whatever you want, Tom. Just come right. play for us. Because we right. want the cash in Las Vegas because we've always had money problems. Right. Be so lame. That's the sales pitch. Will it work? I doubt it. I I doubt Tom would take such a superficial offer, right? Right. Tom Tom wants to go somewhere else and win. Right. And he wants to to prove from the reports you this seem to indicate Tom wants to prove he can do it on his own. Tennessee. FaceTiming with the coach on the sideline. I don't FaceTime with people that I'm not interested in. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That's why I get FaceTimes from you pretty often. Listen, I've bought three people in the world I FaceTime. Congratulations for being on the list. That feels really good. Thank you so much. How long's your list, Kyle? Two? 
uh, less shorter than shorter than yours. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if I take my wife off the list, then it's probably two people as well. All right. Anyways. All right. Can we settle on Tom to Tennessee? Yes. All right. With that out of the way, what's the ne- what's the next domino in your mind? Someone's got to go play quarterback for the Patriots. Not going to be Jared Stidham, is it? Uh, no, probably not. My so, galaxy brain says Jacoby Brissett. I think Mariota's also in play there. Can't you see Tom buying into like go back to early in Mariota's career? He was really known for like really strong situational football. What he was able to do in the red zone in terms of efficiency. I can see Belichick saying, okay, this is a, a, a reclamation project that has some some upside, you know, and they're picking late in the draft. They'll probably never suck completely where they'll be able to get like a number one overall pick type talent. To me, it makes sense for for the way that I think they want to build this football team without Brady is defense, run the football, and then being able to complement that with the passing game. I think he can view Mariota as a guy that makes sense. And the bonus here is no one in the NFL loves to throw the ball to the running back and the check down more than Marcus Mariota dream, a dream fit. And you get James white catching passes and Julian Edelman as your, your middle of the field slot. Sounds good to me. Well, and you think about just that responsibility of being the next quarterback in new England. That's not named Tom Brady. Mariota feels like a guy that's going to be able to absorb that responsibility quite well. But you're not going to go get Jameis Winston and say, hey, you're you're replacing Tom Brady. You know, I think Mar- Mariota's got the right temperament to step in and just do that and focus on the game and doing what he needs to do to help the team win. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a sensible and. Of the places Mariota's going to go, how many places is he going to go where he's going to get a chance to, a chance to start? Might not be many. New England's probably one of the only ones. Yeah. Rivers. Let's talk Rivers. Colts, period. Seems too damn obvious, right? Well, it was it started it started to trend towards Tampa at first and then it's the gate has swung uh, to to Indiana, I think that's a perfect fit. Yeah, I think just what they're able to do with the offensive line, ideally they get Costanzo back. He's plug and play, right? I just feel like it's an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. I think it gives this team a chance to get right back into the mix in the AFC, right? They got to be pretty disappointed after the year they had in 2018 to have Andrew Luck retire on the doorsteps of the season and then see two teams from their division go to the playoffs and the Texans and Titans and both won games in the playoffs. It's like, okay, this is the kind of guy that can get us back on track and right back into that mix in the AFC South. I think that's a few less interceptions, though. I think that's the best, the best lock we have so far. You feel better about Phillip Rivers to the Colts than anything else we've done, which would be Tom to the Titans and then either Brissett or Mariota to the Patriots. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, I agree with you, which means it won't happen. What a weird AFC South this would be. Watson, Rivers, Brady, <laughs> and then Gardner Minshew. Right. All right. Let me throw another team out there. The Chadges. 
I really wish you would do this in a Schwarzenegger voice. No, I'm not in that kind of mood today. That's sad. Part of me thinks Tyrod Taylor, they can just roll with him. Had success well, see, with winning Buffalo. It really seems like that's that's building some momentum, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I believe it. I believe it can be possible. I think he's only got one more year left on his deal. So it's not a long-term option. I mean, they could go Tyrod and whatever QB at six and feel like they've got a good plan at quarterback. Or they could go the veteran route. So what names on the market slash trade stand out to you? You know, my guy's Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam is Cam is the best. Cam's the most interesting option. The question is going to be, are the Panthers going to get anything near what they feel like would be appropriate value to actually move him? Is I hate to say this, but it's part of the value that the Panthers would receive back just not having Cam anymore. I, I mean, certainly they, think that that would help. They just gifted Trey Turner for Russell Okun, the same damn team. Now, I I don't want to put Cam in the same box as Ryan Tannehill because Cam <laughs> is a much, much better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. But Ryan Tannehill went for a five la- or for a four last year, and the Dolphins had to pay like five million of his salary to get to move him for a four. The problem, Carolina is not probably not going to want to move him for a four, are they? Unless they get completely desperate. I think similar circumstances in terms of a team that wants to move on from a quarterback, right? Right. I think you bump that up a little bit in terms of compensation, but I mean, Tannehill, Tannehill's had some injuries, but maybe not quite to the extent of Cam given his age as well. Over 30. I think Cam, it, Cam, Tyrod, or the field, I would not take the field. I would take the combo of Cam and Tyrod. You think that could be the room? Well, I'm just saying one of those two guys. Yeah. If you gave me my options of Chargers do nothing, Chargers trade for Cam, or Chargers do anything else. What's the what's option three here? Is it When you think about Cam, is it Carolina? The Chargers, is that it? <laughs> is is there something else we're not thinking of that makes sense for Cam? For Cam? Yeah. And what Carolina could do with him? Carolina's not going to move him to an NFC South team, so Tampa's out. He's not going to go to Chicago anymore because they, they're too committed to Trubisky, it seems like. If you bring in Cam Newton you undercut Mitch Trubisky. If you bring in Andy Dalton, who's getting ready to lose his job and has kind of seen his career play out, and, you know, I don't think he has the star power Andy Dalton does to to undercut Mitch Trubisky the way that Cam Newton would. So I don't see him going to Chicago. If you went to New England, Joe, be a very stylistically different offense so i don't think from a a what new england or what new england has done offensively for a long time versus what 
Cam has thrived in. I think they're two totally different things. I don't, at the risk of being disrespectful to Cam Newton, Josh McDaniels has hand selected Tim Tebow to be his quarterback before. Yeah, it's a good point. So I say that to say that I believe that McDaniels is willing to build an offense that's that's works for Cam that takes advantage of his strengths. See what happens. Here's what's here's what we have to think about with that Patriots situation. It's not like Tom Brady's going to go out the door and then Belichick's going to going to shrivel up and be like, you know, uh, well, I guess we're just going to be bad. Now they're going to have right. to. They're, I, they're I am still going to try and compete. Yeah, they have to, right? Like it's going to be difficult because their cheap tendencies and the way they handled personnel just doesn't. It's not as plug and play as it's been when you know you have twelve as your quarterback. So it, it, I am concerned about the talent on that roster, the free agents, and their. Um, tendencies in terms of handling personnel they're going to have to make some some changes or they're just going to suck but he's not going to let tom walk out the door and then be like you know what yeah let's just be six and ten <sighs> so we've gotten uh, let's just put cam with the chargers yes we agree to that yeah okay because so you're not two- wrong you're not wrong but if if we keep chasing it Right. We're going to change our answers here. Well, then we have two teams in the NFC South to figure out now in Carolina and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's think- Teddy Bridgewater. Well, in the pre-show, you told me Tampa uh, Teddy Bridgewater was Carolina. <laughs> are you open to both? I certainly am. I think both are reasonable spots. Yeah. Bridgewater and Bridgewater and Brady spent a year together in New Orleans. Love him in that spread type offense. And obviously, I think a stylistic change from Jameis to Teddy Bridgewater might be a good thing in Tampa Bay. I know it's no risk it, no biscuit, but like Teddy Bridgewater has been a good facilitator in terms of playing quarterback. And after you just had a quarterback throw a record seven pick sixes and went 30 interceptions deep, you might want a guy that is a little bit more of a keep things on schedule type player. This is actually really fascinating because Teddy. Florida guy, too. And Teddy turned down a chance to start last year in Miami in smartly part because he didn't want to get killed in Miami. (laughs) If he goes to Carolina and rebuild. Is he going to get killed? Is he going to get slammed behind a bad offensive line? Oh, if Brady's going to go five man protection. Yeah, he's dead. Right. They're good so at that, tackles that, now, but not interior, brother. That continues to make me say, okay, but what about uh, Teddy to Tampa? The more I think about it, the more we're sitting here looking and putting puzzle pieces together. Teddy in Tampa, at least, you know, he's got good weapons. He's got good offensive coaching staff. Not to say that Joe Brady won't be an effective NFL offensive coordinator, but he's got a track record of doing it, and the Bucks aren't in the middle of a tear down, which Teddy balked at signing into last year. So he's going to Tampa. In our, I, I think it makes scenarios. more sense. I think it makes more sense to Teddy to yeah. go to Tampa. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Teddy to Tampa. All of a sudden, I don't know if if I I get excited about that. I do. I think that puts them in like the nine ten win range. And that leaves us with the Carolina Panthers, who I told you at the top of the show was the most difficult team to figure out. And Ryan Tannehill's the best available. 
<laughs> well, that's exactly what happened. I'm like, okay, Tannehill right. did enough this last is, year. How did this happen? <laughs> I went through all friggin' 32 yesterday. I'm like, and I had a list. This was, I had Mariota because I actually did Brissette to New England. So I had a list of available quarterbacks and it was a draft pick or Mariota or Tannehill. And I'm like, well, Tannehill beat out Mariota last year. It's going to be Tannehill. We yeah, didn't get into Chicago, happen. but I mean, with Andy Dalton. Oh, they're taking Andy Dalton. They're okay. taking Andy. They're taking Andy Dalton. And that, everybody I talked to, I reached out to a couple of Chicago people yesterday, and everyone was like, feels like Andy Dalton's a slam dunk. Okay, all right. Well, I'm not going to argue with that. So that what's left in the barrel is what they have in place. They brought back Kyle Allen, Will Greer, Tannehill, Mariota, or a draft pick. What draft pick are they getting at seven? Jordan they're trained back. They're trained back, man. I'm they, telling you. They're not sitting there. I just don't think they're going to sit there and take a quarterback or move up for one. Right. Which opens up a whole other can of worms. Because we've just amended quarterback for the Chargers and the Panthers. So now go through the draft order. Who's the next quarterback hungry team in the draft order? Colts. At 13. Yeah. With a general manager that never trades up. <laughs> I know. It could just be Cam staying in Carolina. The Chargers pick Tua or Herbert, whoever's left. And we've we've overcomplicated a simple the, the, right. Watch the this end result is Tom's going back to New England. Tannehill's going back to Tennessee. Cam staying in Carolina. You'll get like Teddy to the Bucks and Phillip to the Colts, and those are the only changes. <laughs> right. We pipe it up for three months. The other player that's weird, and we didn't even talk about him, is Jameis Winston. Guy just threw for the eighth most, most passing yards ever in a season. He is the most passing yards ever by his age or whatever he is. Interceptions are a problem, but nobody nobody wants him to be their starter. Like I have a hard time getting there. I don't want him to be my starter. None of these teams want him. Where he's, he's going to be on a team somewhere next year. Right. This I wrote like that article, and I, I gave him – I said it was either t- back to Tampa, Tennessee, or Pittsburgh. Now, the I like salary – I like Pittsburgh a lot, but it would be like the Blake Bortles deal. You'd yeah. have to sign like a one-year $4 million contract. Right. That's the challenge there. But for Jameis – I think you could look at Pittsburgh as a team that fits well with you stylistically and Ben, like you, they can't flush down another season with that defense because they didn't have a backup quarterback to Ben while they have this window open. So he could look at it as some short-term appeal, but also Jameis could be the guy that replaces Ben and and Jameis is not an old man. You know, like he's got plenty of life left in him in terms of career in the NFL. He might be able to look at Pittsburgh and say, you know, if I can suck it up, take take a hit right now, I could have another chance to be the guy, and it could be in right. Pittsburgh. I feel like that's such a no-brainer spot for him if he's just willing to put his ego aside and, you know, asking for 30 mil versus <laughs> what he's actually worth and what he's actually going to get. There's a big disconnect there, and I think he'll have a rude awakening, but it's, you know, would he rather go sign back in Tampa again to start for three years, 12 million a year? 
or would you rather go to Pittsburgh on a one-year, $5 million deal and try and impress them and then parlay that into a long-term with Ben Roethlisberger on the way out? Going to be fascinating. My long-term play would be Pittsburgh. Sure. Sure, let me go. let me go be a backup unless Ben gets hurt for a year and really try and like really impress them. So I could get a team that wants to commit to me versus Tampa that like is lukewarm at best to me and doesn't want to pay me what I think I'm worth. Where are the Raiders in this conversation for you? Is it just going to be Derek Carr? <sighs> the ultimate wild card. I mean, Gruden and Mayock can't stop saying good things about them. Of course they want to keep the value up. They're keep also the asked up. about them a ton too. Yeah. You know, like, the Ravens Ravens reporters aren't asking about Lamar Jackson, so Harbaugh doesn't have to tell you about good he is. Yeah, I don't have an answer. I don't have a good answer for where the Raiders are at, but they are they are the big wild card. With how much draft capital they have, with how crazy they can get, with how Mark Davis likes to make a splash, with a long term coach there, first year in Vegas, they're the crazy team to watch. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Draft Dudes. We've we've probably done this musical chairs for quarterbacks three times now and got three different sets of <laughs> solutions. And as we get closer, it becomes more clear, and hopefully these things become more accurate. But we'll find out next week as free agency opens on Wednesday. The legal tampering period opens on Monday. Franchise tag deadline is Sunday at midnight. So lots to look forward to this weekend. Come on back tomorrow. Joe and I are going to talk about the defensive free agents, who to watch, who to be aware of, who's good values, who to avoid, the works. So hit subscribe. Come on back. See us tomorrow. I'm Kyle Krabs signing off with Joe Marino. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.